Who you letting swipe your happy? Listen as the gals flirt around with this one. Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClellan, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hey everyone, welcome to the Holy Fuck Podcast. How's it going, Catherine? Hey, Krista. We were talking just now about our happy. And where does it come from? We were talking about our happy and our happy started to get silly. So uh, one way that we get happy is that we get silly. I think that's actually a proven fact. Some of you may know. But Krista had this amazing way of saying exactly what makes her happy. So I'm going to ask her to repeat that. Are you ready, Krista? I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm so happy when everybody loves me and everyone gets along and they validate me and they tell me I'm a good girl and they tell me they support me. Then I'm happy. Okay, Krista. So... I love you. You're beautiful. And I support you. Are you happy? I'm happy for this second. And then (laughs) I need you to say it again and again and again and again. (laughs) So all day long, I must be validated or I cannot be happy. Do you see a little crap in there? Do I hear crap in there? Is that what you said? Nope. I said, do you see a little trap in there? Oh, a trap. Yes. I see a trap in the crap. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, basically I think what's happening for me in my life right now is I am doing a really good job at like maintaining my happiness. And then I have these moments where I feel like people are trying to like swipe it from me. They're like, it's like, they don't want me to be happy. Like I even had this like dear friend of mine the other day and, you know, we were talking about social media and some of my pictures lately. And she's like, well, you know, maybe you should post some pictures of like, you know, you like really serious or serene or, and I was just inside of my mind, I was like, oh, so you don't like my, like me being happy was actually like bothersome to her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, right. I don't know this person, so I can't comment, but I do know that, um, you know, often people who are happy piss people off, right? I remember yes. one time, I remember one time with Mr. Delicious. Shh, don't tell him, I'm telling you this. But I woke up in the morning and I had, I, I wake up early and I'm usually happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I woke up and I was like, chirp, chirp. One of my first nicknames was Lark because I woke up mm-hmm. so early chirping. And um, so I was like, hi, good morning. And he was like, Wah. and <laughs> He rolls hard and he looks at me and he's like, you know, you know, someone who's having a really hard day, the worst thing, the worst thing they can run into is someone who's like, chirp, 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 do you know it? <laughs> I'm like, oh, am I I didn't realize you? that you've already been having a bad day since you just woke up. <laughs> was, you know, <laughs> bad dream, bad night, bad, you know, bad sex maybe. I don't know. I don't remember what was happening right before that, but. It is funny. Like happiness like triggers people. And it's it does. like. Yeah, everybody wants to be it, and I want to be it, and and I'm and I'm like genuinely feeling it. Like if I'm like if I'm writing a post where I'm going through something that's not happy, then obviously I'm going to post a picture that's representative of that. 
But right now, a lot of my posts are coming from a strong sense of joy and happiness because I've got a lot to be thankful for and I'm having some amazing experiences. And so I just found it like interesting that somebody was trying to like dampen my happiness and almost like say, you know, it's not okay really to be that happy. I mean, you got to like spice up your posts. Like, yeah, you can do a couple happy, but you know, not too many because it, you know, people start to tune out. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Maybe people should start tuning in to happy. (laughs) You know, what's really funny though, Krista, like here's the flip side of it. So does her comment about you're happy make you unhappy? Is there a part yeah. of yeah, damn it? <laughs> well, no, it, did it, she didn't. comment on my happy? It it actually took a couple of uh, a day or two for me to actually for that idea to seed into me of like, oh, people don't enjoy seeing happy. Well, they don't believe it, right? It's like I think we have this thing in our culture yeah, that that's probably it. that you know you have to go through all these cycles of emotion all the time, and you really have to be processing all the time. And I'm sorry, but as spiritual psychologists, we are going to tell you that you can choose happy. Now, that doesn't mean, and I guess, you know, part of it is we're calling it happy when really what we're talking about is joy, right? We're talking about this bubbling up of this infectious feeling of like, like loving your life, right? And just being like, I love my life. And it's a choice because I'm, believe me, how many things do you think we got right now? They could make us not happy. We've got, we have to stay home. We've got, we have to wear masks. We have six feet apart. We can't hug our friends. We have small parties. We um, can't Traveling's travel. Difficult. We're, you know, so some, some people say can't. Some people say it's difficult. But mainly all these things that we accepted as part of our lives, our businesses have all changed. Our relationships have changed. People's children are home 24-7. God bless them. Uh, you know, it's like ev- there are so many excuses to not be happy right now. There are so... Right. Oh, 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 do we have a political conversation going on this week? <laughs> no. Very much? Uh-uh. No. And so it's, I've been so fascinated by this idea that we have to feel heavy when there's something going on, right? Instead of like... I genuinely have been having this experience of this massive, like, deepening of love in my life, which I got to tell you, I don't know if that works for anybody else, but it makes me really happy. I feel this sensation of, like, bubbly, kind of joyful, sometimes chaotic, silly, (laughs) something like that, that comes from this, wow, I feel really deeply in love with everything. Like, I don't know why. Just But see, it's not like we're not going through stuff, though, too. Oh, so this for is kind sure. of what we're talking about. It. Right. It's like, can we maintain our happy, even though there is all of this, you know, stuff going on? Because the thing is, is that there's always stuff always. going on in the always. world. And it's a constant practice to just like kind of maintain in this, in this joy. Right. And, and see, when we talk about love too, Krista, people think maybe we're talking about my heart is in love with someone. But love is like this field that's full of all these different characteristics, like abundance and joy and passion and what, what uh, gratitude and all those amazing things. So when you feel like you're steeped in love, you get to have all these other delicious feelings with it too, right? Happiness is a big conversation. It means that you feel satisfied in your life and you feel like, and, and you can't pin that on stuff because stuff changes and even humans. 
I don't know about you, like, but people come and go a lot from my life, I think. <laughs> right? Well, I've been having just like this experience of really looking at my tribal beliefs and my family upbringing recently. And, you know, and the idea of happiness just really isn't a prevalent one. And so I'm looking at how, um, you know, as I've gone out into the world and made decisions for myself in the world, it feels like that I've been like pulled back at every single moment from my happiness. Like here, I, if I'm trying to go for something that's going to make me happy, it's like this feeling of everybody around me going like, are you sure? I don't know if you should do that. Who are you to do that? And it has, you know, I can look back and be like, oh, well, and grieve over all the things I could have done in my life had I been, you know, supported in a different way. But what I'm doing right now is, okay, yes, that's happened. And I'm right now in the here and now trying to make some really um, exciting decisions for my life. And I'm happy about them. But what I've noticed is people around me aren't necessarily on board with me and all my happy decisions for myself. Yeah. And I've been moment, I've like, ah, even though I'm still going to probably make the decisions I want to make for myself, I can see how I'm allowing them in, in these little tiny cracks. It's like they've their little beliefs and the little comments that they're dropping here and there is soaking in. And I can see that I'm like now contemplating their way of thinking, even though I'm hearing that their way of thinking is fear-based and is not in joy. And it's like all the problems of the things that could go wrong. Right. So let's let's look at that for one second, Krista, because it's you said you were examining tribal beliefs and just that means what we were brought up with, right? So when you're examining those tribal beliefs, like one of them is, are we allowed to be happy when other people aren't happy? Like, mm-hmm. are we allowed to not sacrifice our lives? Women, women, are we allowed to not sacrifice our lives? Are we allowed to actually go for exactly what we want? A younger lover, an older lover, <laughs> a... Um, Apparently I'm doing it, but I'm not being supported in it. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, that's the whole happy thing is like... It feels like shit. Yeah, it feels maybe. like shit not to be supported. Maybe it feels like shit. Yeah. Maybe you get over it. Um, I told Krista. <laughs> I said we were going to talk over. about this and we were going to play with it because we're flirting with it and playing with it. Because the truth is like, if somebody doesn't support you, it doesn't matter. Right. And, for sure. and, and that's not to say that Krista doesn't have this because she's got this down. I'm not challenging her in that way, but we temporarily get sidelined because we do want to be loved. We want to be like everybody go like, yay, you're standing on the top of the pedestal. You did so well. You did such a great job at that. Your business is booming. Your life is happening. You're madly in love, you know, yay. And, and I don't have anybody <laughs> in my life who's doing that, you know? Well, not anybody. I'm here doing it. Well, of course. I mean, I have like, I feel like my professional friends and my um, clients, I, you know, I get a lot of support from them, but there's something about having it from kids and even, I don't know, for me, like the ex-husband, there's like still this piece that if I could just get his okay or his support in something, it feels like there would be a big healing. Well, so this is great, Krista. This is just really good stuff because, as you know, the more we want something from somebody, the harder it is to give it to us uh, because they can feel us pulling on them a little bit maybe or something. So what if you decided to be happy without any of those things happening? What would that take? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to do it. It just, I have this feeling of always like, oh, I'm, I'm happy in spite of everybody else being unhappy that I'm happy. (laughs) And so I just like, I'm like, what would it feel like to be happy with everybody? Be like, go for it, Krista. It just would bring so much joy to my life to have, you know, my family behind me in that way. And I see that it's an attachment of some sort. Um, And so it's really just like, I don't need it. Honestly, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, even if they don't give that to me. It's just that, oh, it would bring even more happiness to my life if if there could come a time where they just said, ah, we support you. Yeah, I can hear that. I can hear that. And the thing is, though, often in our lives, we don't get the thing we want, right? It doesn't show up. (laughs) And we still have to keep doing the thing. And, you know, for many of us, what that looks like is, and I'm sure we've all done this, is complaining about our circumstances and not feeling like we have what we need and saying we need things from other people that they can't give us and all that kind of stuff. And like, really? Is that really where happiness lies? Can we be happy in spite of all the things that we would prefer to be different? Well, I am, but it's having to take, I'm having to put a lot of energy and using my spiritual tools in order to maintain that. Right. Well, the other thing is, have you ever noticed how we compartmentalize parts of our life? We're like, well, I'm happy here, mm. but I'm, I'm not happy over here. And so I just am going to ignore the parts of me that are not happy. And then I'm going to just be deciding to put all my attention in the areas that are happy. The problem with that is there are probably people we're leaving behind in the areas we're happy and not happy. Right, which is definitely what's happening in my life right now. It's like in order for me to be happy, I have to, in a way, leave behind other people and their beliefs. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So how do you work with that? How do you flirt with it? How do you, how do you not well, make it their fault? That <laughs> my you're first not instinct happy? is to just go. I'm not going to talk to them. I'm going to shut them out because I don't want to hear their negativity toward it. I don't want to hear their fears and worries about it. Because a lot of times, like when I'm making a big decision, it's like I'm having to pull in all of my energy and all my courage in order to do it. And so then to be surrounded by people who are also in fear and worry for me, it like, it's too much. So there's this pattern of like cutting people out who aren't telling me what I want them to tell me. And it's a way of protecting myself <laughs> and protecting my dream. Right. right, right. And that that is true. And that is something we should talk about is that when you have a dream and it's in its tender little stages, like our brand new babies, we don't like take them out and show them to everybody right, right. away. And we certainly don't necessarily tell people we're pregnant right away. And, you know, we wait and we hold on to these things. And, you know, yes, I think one of the most amazing joys in life is shared joy, like a wedding. I've been doing lots of weddings Mm -hmm. lately. And when it is the most amazing feeling to be sort of encircled in everyone's joy, like everybody we're doing, so I do these weddings with a group of people. So all the people we always, we're like an ensemble wedding <laughs> right. thing. It's really beautiful. And so the bride and groom come in and we encircle them in this cocoon and love them up. And we're all working towards their happiness. Mm. And there is something so incredibly precious and beautiful about that. Mm. It is 
beyond. It is just, it is so why can't my family be, be that space. way? <laughs> That's what, you know, or not just even my family. Like why, and maybe other people have that experience of their family being that way, but it's like, I, like that sounds like such a dream to like have this circle of people behind me going like, you can do this. Like we've got you. So I think what we need to do, Krista, is raise our sights or what we would call lift our vision mm-hmm. because you do have a circle of guides, angels, dare we say it, spiritual beings who are always on your team, who are always encircling with you of love. And that's what's so tricky because that's where I'm looking to. Like that is why I'm making the decisions I'm making in my life because of that team of angels I have around me. And but there's this part that's allowing the earthlings around me to like keep pulling me back. And so I have to keep, you know, kind of I don't know. I I have to keep maintaining in my light, but it's like something I feel like I can't describe to my earth family in some way. Well, maybe that's true, you know, and maybe, maybe one of the things about this, Krista, is the opportunity for you to let them have their experience and, and you take such good care of knowing that you're supported on so many different levels and your life is moving in a direction where the people you're calling in are actually more supportive of you. Like you're actually creating that. And so could You've learned a lot from the people that don't support you. You've, they've given you a lot of life lessons. Some, some really, really good, valuable, valuable lessons. Some were harder. You know, there's like, so what if you turned it into like, I totally accept where everyone else is on this planet today. I totally accept that these people don't support me. And I accept that these people do. Well, what would that be like? I feel like I've been doing that and that is fine. I'm just in this dreaming place of, oh, wouldn't it be nice if? And But the thing is, is I'm still happy right here where I'm at, even though I don't have their support. So, I mean, let's just talk about like what the decision is that I'm making right now. Well, it's your <laughs> so, decision. So it's like I'm like circling around it, but just not saying it. You know, I'm having this um, moment of realizing like, oh, it's, I'm feeling called to possibly move out of the country, move to Bali. And there's some exciting opportunities there for me. And, um, you know, my boyfriend will be there. And um, there's just like, there's a tribe of people there that, um, you know, I've become friends with. and, And there's some work opportunity. And I'm at this phase in my life here in Ojai where, you know, my kids are going off to college and um, I do have one that's still younger in early high school, but, um, you know, there's, he's having the opportunity to go and move with his dad. And so I'm at this like place where this massive life change could happen. And I was feeling really like led by my heart and my joy and like, oh, this could be super exciting and like unlike anything I've ever done in my life. And and it does happen to be coming right at this time where this one phase of my life is kind of winding down. Not that it's complete, but it's just kind of winding. And um, I've started 
saying it out into the world. And I've been having conversations with my kids of like, hey, you know, this is something I'm thinking about. What do you think? You know, my kids have all surprisingly been great about it and supportive of it. And then there's, you know, parents and ex-husbands and they have their different fears and worries about it. And um, I just notice that when they start saying things to me, like, well, you know, if you do that, this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, really? Is that actually what's going to happen? Or is that your fear just coming in and telling me what's going to happen? And it's like, although I can see that it's their fear, it still like wants to get inside of me and pull me off possibly making this move. So it, so this is really great because this is what happens to us every single day. This is a massive example. It's like we do not need mm-hmm. a microscope <laughs> to right. look at this one. Yeah. This is like really big. But it happens a million times a day. You think you're going to go in one direction. Someone thwarts it and wants you to go in a different direction or whether it's a boss or a friend or a lover or whatever, and they want this and you want that. And one of these huge opportunities is how do we stay in our center, happy, loving place? Because that's who we are, right? We are the mm-hmm. center, loving, happy place. How do we stay there while, you know, like we would like to say, the shit is hitting the fan everywhere, <laughs> right? So it's splattering on all the walls and all of a sudden this beautiful thing you've built up is just kind of like, just looks horrible because everybody is taking a pot shot. It's, there's yeah. so many different parts of this. Like one part is, can we accept who they are while they're not accepting who we are? Like, can right. we give them And that's what where I get irritated. <laughs> that's, where, that's where I get irritated because I feel like I've spent my whole life, especially as a mother, supporting everybody and their dreams. And even like with, say, one of my parents, it's like, I've... I haven't been judging their path and the, the decisions they've made. So it's like, why do they have to judge mine? And, and it just like was irritating. I think one of my parents said something like, um, well, you know, I believe that um, it's all about the kids and you have to put the kids first. And part of me was like, that's really interesting because <laughs> I did not have the experience of ever being put first in your life. And it was just this thing of like, whether that parent believes that to be true, that they showed up that way, that wasn't my reality. So that also got me to thinking around like, well, my kids might have a certain reality that's different than what my reality is. Yeah. You know what? And here's another thing to consider. Like, you know, it's one thing to accept our parents and what they've done and all that kind of thing. But right in this moment, when what they're doing is judging us, can we accept them? When their fear, if we just see what it is, because you have only two places you make choices out of, right? Our choices either come from fear or they come from love. And right. you can challenge me all day long on this because I'm clear. I'm clear. So, <laughs> me too. And I don't care what you think about it because <laughs> it makes me happy. And you know what? Even if it isn't true, it makes me happy. So I'm sticking with this one. You know what they said to me is that, um, you know, well... People around here just don't make decisions like that. Like they don't, people your age don't go and move out of the country or do big decisions like that. Yeah. Well, so. And I was like, oh. So you feel judged, right? And uh-huh. and then you have a reaction to that. And then right. our, so here's the place, right? It's like, can I stand here? I've only ever done this, well, once super successfully, but it was with someone I didn't know. 
um, where someone was talking about something that I totally disagreed with. I felt like it was like, I, it was one of those values things. It was really deep and they mm-hmm. kept talking about it and they kept talking about it. And I was in such disagreement and I was instructed by my teacher at the time to accept it, to just mm-hmm. sit there with it and be with the person and basically love them without the content making any difference to me as if I didn't care about the content. And I did really care. And they were really serious. It wasn't like we were playing a game with this. This was someone who had a really serious point of view, different from mine. And I was shocked. I was shocked because the amount of acceptance that I finally got to with this conversation with this person who I didn't know was really blew me away. It it actually expanded my heart and it made my joy bigger. Mm-hmm. And then when that conversation was over, I walked over to my partner at the time and he was like three, five dimensional. Like he was shimmering and I could see that it was inside me was this mm-hmm. massive amount of joy. And I mean, he, I was like, he was Jesus and the Buddha. I mean, believe me, he was not <laughs> Jesus and the Buddha, but he was Jesus and the Buddha. In that moment, I could see him so clearly because I was no longer in my judging mind. And so yeah. I'm just like, wow, Krista, what a huge opportunity for learning that you've given yourself. Here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I stepped back in with this person and said, hey, you know, let's talk about your fears around this. I said, and I was telling them, like, I'm actually not afraid right now. Mm, so, I'm, but I have some time to talk about what's, you know, bothering you. And I would rather talk about it now than later. So, I was proud of myself that I made space for them to express themselves. So, it all turned out fine. But it was just, it's been this thing of like, you know, every time I'm telling somebody about this decision, it's like they're coming at me with all of their stuff behind it. And, um, you know, and it's great to say, yes, I have a great idea. Let's keep it to myself so that no one can get attached to it or put their hooks in the idea or bring the idea down in some way. But, you know, if I have family and their decisions are, you know, they have decisions for their life that they have to make based on what I'm going to do. So it's not like I could sit silent on this one and just protect this like idea of mine until the very end and then just pull it out and be like, okay, y'all, happy graduation. Bye. I'm going to Bali. Well, you know, that's <laughs> you know? a really good point, Kristen, because there is a, in with everything, right? There's this middle ground where we find ourselves, right? It's not about hiding our, our secrets, it's about holding something and nurturing it until we're so secure inside us or and with our community that supports us. And the support can sometimes look like challenge, right? People can say to us, right. I love you. And uh, can we talk about this? Because I don't feel like maybe this is a perfect time for this. Can we talk about it? You know, that is part of partnership, right? Kind of challenging each other so we don't hurt ourselves by flying off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> but what people don't understand is there are time and a place for that. And... When we have finally gotten strong enough, when you really feel it, you're like, you know what? I'm really ready to talk about this. And I've done all of the work I need to do to make sure I feel safe and secure in here. And then people talk to you. You're like, I hear you. I'm not going to let you. What, what was that saying from like the 60s, 70s? I think don't harsh my mellow. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to let you bust my happy. But that's, I feel like they've been doing that my whole fucking life. And it's like, I'm so, uh, so part of me right now, like, I'm so tired of it. I'm like, and, and now it's becoming really, really, really clear 
that I'm breaking away from my family kind of in such a massive mm. way because I've been doing this work and it's brought me to a certain level of happiness and I can't go backwards. And I feel like, and I, I'm, I don't think this is judgment. I'm just seeing that they actually believe in the sacrifice and in the struggle and in like, like life shouldn't be that great. And oh, I so totally get that. of course there my, like there's literally no decision I can make in my life that they are going to agree with. Well, maybe not. Not one. Not yet. And so, and here's the thing is you're also not going to get rid of your family. Like I know that we may get tired of them and sometimes we, we could go years without talking to them. But there is a bond in there. There's a very, very deep bond. Now, I'm not saying you're never going to get rid of family if it if it's toxic, but there course, might be but... a place. Uh, first of all, I know you're not going to get rid of your kids, <laughs> but there <laughs> might be a place. We're not talking about my kids, y'all. <laughs> no, we're not. And and I just want to clear that. They're up, the only but... ones I want to keep. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, and some of them are appropriate to let go of, but can we let go of them with from a place of seeing them as whole, seeing them as purely accepting who they are. This is it. This is what's true for them. And it doesn't make, it doesn't change anything for me. And then we go out and we do find people who will support us. Like you have, right? You have found people that Well, Mr. Right here, right now, I have to say he's, and maybe I've said this in another episode, he's one of the first people who just, no matter what I say, he's like, great, go for it. Awesome. Go for it. So so you've created that. I've created that. And the interesting thing is I was talking to um, my son who's, um, you know, making some big college decisions or not college decisions for next year. And he was talking about wanting to travel some. And um, and he's like, yeah, it's, you know, but I'm in that stage of life where that's what people expect of me, you know, because he's coming out of high school. And so if a kid at that age is like, oh, I want to go, you know, backpack around Europe or go to something in another country. It's like, well, of course, that's what kids get to do at that age. And we were talking about, well, I said to him, I'm like, isn't that interesting that for your age, it's acceptable, but me as a approaching 50, 50 year old woman, who's a mother, it's, it's like, there's a different expectation or a different, um, it's not expectation, there's a different bar with which I'm held to. It's like, like even that parent of mine saying like, oh, that's just not what people do (laughs) at that age. And it's like, huh, how interesting. Like I've, Especially because I've gone to college, I've had jobs, I've created companies, I've had my children, I've stayed home with them, I've done everything for them. And it's like, no one here thinks that I deserve now to go off and travel and do something for myself. That's what was kind of shocking. Well, and and that's what you think they're saying. That's what you're interpreting from their reactions is that they think that. And that may mm-hmm. not actually be what they think. You know, True. so one of the things, obviously, is that I know I can't do is when I think someone is judging me or making me wrong for a choice or something like that, I really have a hard time staying happy. I don't know. I It, it is something that makes me feel like, again, just like you were saying, I'm unsupported. How am I going to get my life off the ground if people don't stand on my team and give me the things? But you know, Krista... It's like well-behaved women rarely make history or never make history, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you do have to break society's norms. That's what we're all doing right now. 
But that's what's weird. It's like, really? Am I like not behaving and going and like, that's what's even you're not interesting. Behaving. It's like, exactly. I'm not behaving. That's what you're like, being told. Me going and moving or doing something for myself is somehow deemed not behaving. Absolutely. You are not, <laughs> and not only not behaving. the status quo, honey. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even that I'm not, or not behaving. It's that now if I make that decision, this is what somebody told me, um, that I will forever ruin the relationship with my children if I yeah. make this well, move. And, and here's the thing. It's just someone's opinion. And we get so caught in other people's opinions. For me, I know for sure that my mother's opinion of me was something that could take me out. And we're going to do a show really soon on the mother wound, so get ready. But Chris and I have been touching on this lately, and uh, yikes, it's a hot one. So, it is a hot one. So, you know, let's be, let's be aware that people have all sorts of stories. Everybody has a chakra, first chakra full of all sorts of beliefs and tribal beliefs and Christian, Buddhist, and whatever. And they try to influence us and they try to shame us and people try to you know, keep us down. It's safer when we follow the rules, but we are not interested in being safe. We're actually interested in being happy. So, Because here's what happens too. It's like, if I don't make this move because I'm afraid that I'm going to ruin my relationship with my kids for the rest of my life, what is that going to create within me? Resentment. Complete fucking resentment. That means I'm going to wake up every day and, you know, if, if my, say my kids are living in other places, I'm going to be sitting in my house, wherever that may be, going, those motherfucking kids, like, they they never call me. They never come see me. Every time I try to go down and see them, they're not available. And here I am sitting here. I didn't make that move that I wanted to go make because uh, it's like this whole story can just, like, begin Absolutely. to happen and unravel. Which, what will that do? Create a, a definite in, like, a, like. It will destroy the relationship between my kids and I. Well, for sure, because you've seen that happen. Because my resentment will just bubble up. Yeah. Won't, I won't even be able to talk to them without it coming through in the dialogue. And then they're not going to want to be around me or talk to me because it comes with this guilt of that I stayed here for them. Like, what yeah. kid wants that? No, it's all about expectations and things like that. And I think the, I think the thing, the, the bottom line of this, like, this happiness that we're flirting with is that we cannot let other people define it for us. And it's really got the common denominator with what blows our skirt up, right? What makes us feel like, wow, what was that? And then going for it, just going for it. My brain just got stuck on the skirt. Blowing your skirt up. up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I was like, I'm sorry, what are you saying? I'm still thinking about the skirt. (laughs) Right? What blows your skirt up? We're like, woo. That was fun. But I think of how many times in my life that I was making a decision like this and the comments were made to me and I listened. Oh, yeah. I fucking listened. Yeah. And I'm like, no more. Right. But and, we not out, and not out of a like, fuck you guys no more. I can, this is where it gets tricky for me because, tricky. because I like to put the boundary up. Because it's hard for me to make these decisions without everybody's support, what I do is I put the wall up to protect myself so that I can make the decision anyways. And I, in the past, I've tended to create situations where there's like where I kind of burn things to the ground in order to give myself permission to go make this decision. Yep. So it's like, you know, example of that would be like, 
okay, I've started noticing right now that I'm a little bit more irritated when uh, my kids don't do the chores around the house because I'm wanting to move, in my mind, I'm wanting to move to Bali. And in Bali, there's going to be someone who cleans my house every day, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> and I won't have kids stuff hanging all around and, you know, that irritation. So right now I see myself getting doubly irritated at their lack of help or their messes because I'm in my mind already making this leap to this new life. Right. And so then there's been a little bit of struggle between the, you know, between us because of it. Yeah. If and, I don't mm. get a, if I don't get a handle on this pattern I have, what I, what could happen is I get so frustrated with them that we have these blowout fights and that I go, hey, just go live with your dad if you can't clean the house. And then they go there in anger and mom's this and mom's crazy. And then I float off to Bali and I've just destroyed this time with my kids and this relationship with my kids. Exactly. Exactly. So you give your happiness and your truth away when people pressurize you if you're not careful. And I think that's the thing is, you know, while we're working through these things, we don't always feel happy. We feel like we're being picked on and judged. And why is everybody, I mean, I married somebody because my mother put pressure on me to do it. I never, I knew I shouldn't have married him. But the point of it is, is like, I couldn't figure out a way to keep my life moving forward and keep my mom in, so I just like, I appeased her in one place. Mm -hmm. And then I, of course it was the wrong thing and I had to undo it. And it was just a big mess for all of us. And especially for him in some very deep ways. And I, you know, I don't think I can apologize enough for it. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I certainly, I was young enough not to really have the perspective of what I was up to, but like when we do something to appease somebody who has an agenda on us about how it should be done, we are also destroying our happiness. If we just can accept that it's like, I am here now, this is what's happening in my life. I am so sure that I am just taking my next step. I don't know if it's going to work. I might be back here in a month saying, guys, it didn't work out, right? But I want to take this chance. And so if that's not okay with you, it's okay with it's okay because my faith is so strong right now, and I know I'm being led that even if I'm being led just for the next two months to consider this idea, right. and it and I decide to make a different decision or not to go or that it's not the right thing to me. I mean, you guys, I haven't even been to Bali ever, so I could show up there and be like, no, I don't think so. Um, and that's okay. I just know that I'm following the thread of happiness, and this is where it's leading me, and I trust right. that. Whether I go or not, even this conversation, it might be that I'm not supposed to go, but maybe in that I've had these conversations with, say, my son who's going off into the world next year, he has now found a certain freedom in his choices. And he's talked about it. He's like, oh, when you started talking about you going out of the country, I got excited that maybe I could go out of the country. So I, I don't know what's at play here. I don't know what spirit has you know in store for me, but I just have to keep following the thread of happiness. And when these, um, you know, when I'm surrounded by somebody who isn't on the thread of happiness, I have to cut the thread. I have to go like, I hear them and I understand that that's where they're at. And I'm not going to allow that to affect my decision. Yeah. And what's really beautiful, Krista, is that 
I know you will work this with the relationships and partnerships in your life that are important and the ones that support you. And you will find a way to keep those going and to accept other people's opinions. And if there are some that are just not healthy for you, you'll find your way to leave those behind in a gentle, loving way. There's, you do not have to keep people in your life that do not support you and do not love you or do, or do love you, but in a way that keeps you from fully living. That's, those are not things you have to keep going, but you can still be happy with those things around. There's the no flip, reason I guess, not to. Yeah. I think the, there's a flip side of this too. It's like, how are we trying to swipe or are we trying to swipe somebody else's happy? So, you know, because I want people who are listening to go like, okay, maybe they don't have someone who's trying to grab their happy, but maybe they see that they're the ones trying to pull someone down or keep someone small or not allow or not support somebody in something they want to do because they're afraid of what the outcome is going to be. Yeah, because we get afraid of all sorts of things. Like we're afraid of losing people. We're afraid if our friends go do stuff or our kids go do stuff that we'll never see them again. And we think that limits our loving. We think that somehow we're going to have less love if... You know, it's ridiculous because, first of all, there is so much. But second of all, people must be free. David White has his poet, he has this beautiful line. It says, the world was made to be free in. And it touches me. I'm sure there's some part of my soul that has really needed to find a place of freedom in my life. And I think you do too, Krista. And it's just, for those of us who have that out outsource sort of I don't mean outsource I mean like this outgoing kind of like let's go into the world and let's find what's vital and adventurous and let's take those steps and let's live for everything we can live for you know we scare other people and it's okay yeah it's okay that they're scared and sometimes all it takes is saying I really see you're scared and you know what parts of me are scared too but I'm still doing this because It makes me really happy to think about being able to do this. You know, so there's just so much compassion that goes back and forth between us when we're in these conversations. And some people are available for it and some people are not. And all we see, but but you see, let me just, just finish this one little thought here, which is it doesn't matter what the other person is doing. It only matters if we're committed to our own happiness. It only matters if we can accept what everybody else is up to. And speaking of, you know what, I just had one last idea was, you know what you were saying about, are we the ones who are hurting others or pushing other people's happy down? You know, maybe maybe some of the people in your life need to feel the way they feel and you accepting it actually does make them happy. You hearing them is something that can make them happy. And so that's all they actually need from you. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. I mean, because I have two ways I can look at this decision, too. Of It's either going to destroy my relationship with everybody around me, or it's going to make it even richer. It's like, yeah, okay, it might, you know, my kids, all three of my kids are very different, so they're all going to see it differently, and it's going to affect them differently. But there's, in my mind, it's like, if my parent was going out and, like, making a big brave move like this and being courageous and going and doing all these experiences, I would be excited for them. I would be proud of them. I'd be inspired by them. I'd be like, dang, 
if my parents can do it, then I can, that means I can do it too. It would be like giving me permission to go like be the biggest, brightest version of myself. So it's like, it's funny that I see an opportunity like that in that way. And then there's this, the part of my family who sees it and that it's like doom and gloom. Yeah. And we're so not going to really change just choice. That, right? Like who am I going to choose to, you know, make this decision with? Yeah. And God. <laughs> I mean, really, like yeah. God, I'm making this decision with God. God's leading me there. So why am I going then to look around at these other humans having their own human experiences and their fears and worries? Why, why am I even considering for a second what they're saying to me when my soul, when spirit is telling me, go this direction? Right. I mean, this, Christy, this is classic, classic, classic first chakra stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. you are presented with the belief systems of your history, of your past, of your heredity, all those belief systems. And the most elevated way of being in your first chakra is to choose the ones that work for you and choose the ones that don't and move on. And love everyone in the process because there's nothing about your way that's better than another. So in this process, I bless you. I bless your process. And I hope you're enjoying the excitement that might be bubbling up again now that you're not feeling the weight of yeah. other people's No, for opinions. sure. I'm gonna, I mean, I definitely, I mean, this all just happened like yesterday, so it's still a little fresh, but it's like I'm fresh just, like you. I'm realigning myself, you know? I'm just like, nope, I heard it. I had, you know, like five or six hours of like, what? What just happened? And then I just came back and I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm safe. And I'm going to make this decision with God. And, and I don't, I certainly don't have the answers. I just wake up every day and I just say, I make no decisions without you, spirit. I'm God. It's like, so I know that no matter what decision I'm making, it was made with God. So there's just no way I can make a mistake. No mistakes are made in God. No mistakes, baby. So, uh, we love you all. And we have been excited about this happiness topic. So (laughs) that's what we said. We were going to flirt with it a while today. And uh, yeah, spread the love. All right, spread the love.